welcome to Dumpster Detectives, the student-made podcast where we discuss climate change-related issues. Today's episode will focus on the World Cup. We hope you enjoy. The 2022 Qatar World Cup was a big deal at our school. We were all kind of roped into the event in different ways. I even I even had to shave my head as a result of a, of a lost bet. We created our own mini World Cup as well, and our British science teacher called it the best thing to ever ever happen at our school. But as big as this event was at our school, I think it was even bigger outside the U.S. Orange schools to at least have a semi-competitive soccer team. Oh, God. It's possible it was just because of my increased exposure to the World Cup this year, but I felt like I heard more about the environmental focus of this World Cup compared to the Russian World Cup in 2018. No, yeah, you're right. As a society... We're now more aware of the climate impact of major events, so I think people are more focused on it. Plus, FIFA and Qatar declared this World Cup carbon neutral. At this point, climate change itself is going to be declared carbon neutral by 2050. (laughs) But truthfully, this World Cup was anything but carbon neutral. If you all had to guess, how many tons of carbon do you think were emitted in this World Cup? A million. Like four or five. (laughs) I'm not sure. At least a thousand. Yeah. Well, according to Qatar estimates, 3.6 million tons of carbon were emitted during the tournament. That's that's what the entire country of Iceland emits a year. Yeah, and the in the previous Russian World Cup emitted around around two million tons. This is quite a bit more. So the carbon neutral World Cup was even less environmentally friendly than the previous one. And the, and this was only Qatar's estimate, so I'm assuming it was low. Yeah, you're right. The estimated impacts of the stadiums built were underestimated by a factor of about eight. And while Qatar claims that the arenas will have a use after the competition ends, these stadiums were built just for the World Cup, and often they become useless assets after. They most likely will not get used again, as this was the case in the Russian and Brazilian World Cups. In Qatar's estimates, they spread out the environmental impact of these stadiums over their lifetime. But they were built for this event, and therefore these estimates are incorrect. Qatar also had to use help from neighboring countries to accommodate excess fans who were then shuttled over. This meant that estimates about fans were also lower. Yeah, they estimated 1.2 million fans, and I think it was more than like 1.4 or 1.5. Wow. And also, all this extra shuttling definitely caused um, carbon emissions for just the transport. I I heard it was around 6,000 to 8,000 per day which with, with a tournament near 30 days meant upwards of 225,000 tons of uh, extra thousand tons of carbon pumping into the atmosphere. So what do we think the World Cups in the future will look like? The 2026 World Cup will be held in Mexico, the U.S., and Canada, meaning that teams will have to be transported long distances for each match. So even more travel will be involved in the 2026 World Cup because of the separated locations, meaning more emissions. Also, with 48 teams instead of 32 next time, the missions will increase simply because of increased country participation. Luckily, this World Cup will not need any new additional stadiums to be built. So I think the majority of the environmental impact will be from travel and fans. Yeah, but this this travel and fans has been a big deal. And I think it really poses the question of whether it's even possible to have an environmentally friendly World Cup especially based on what we saw this year with the Qatar World Cup. I think all preliminary matches should be held in one location, so travel costs can be reduced and they won't be as big of a deal, which reduces the number of fans that go. 
Yeah, and also if the location was at the same place every single tournament, that would help reduce climate emissions a lot. You won't have to build any more new stadiums. Also, eliminating fans and hosting in a cool place uh, was very important for mitigating emissions. Because it's really expensive to air condition this year. Uh, I think also speaking about that too, this uh, World Cup cost about $300 billion. That's about 12.5% of what our world needs to be putting into climate change every year. That's a lot of money that could have a severe impact on our world. So reducing costs could be extremely important. Well, well, I think all of the ideas were good. I just don't think it's it's foreseeable to have a World Cup that's actually environmentally friendly. All you can do is limit as much as you can. Yeah, that may be true. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed.